What's going on, world? I'm your host, Jenny Chang, and you're diving into the Jenny Chang Experience, the show that seduces unapologetic perspectives, stories, and the magic energy to expand on your journey towards consciousness. What's up, world? It's Jenny Chang, your host. I got my brother, my confidant. What up, Tony Chang? What's up, world? <laughs> Woo! It's like we are rebirth, bro. Fucking straight comp. We just came back from the dead. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Man, dude, I've all I've been seeing are comments from my lives, just like, where's the podcast? What's going on with the podcast? Like, oh my god, the podcast. I don't do this for nobody. <laughs> exactly. So then who do you do it for, bro? If I want to. Ooh. Shit. Straight mood-based, right? Goddamn right. That's what I think, like, this whole... I think that's what makes this whole thing just so real and so authentic and just so, like, I don't know, on our terms, right? Mm. It's like... I get it. There's a whole structure and template that influencers and people fucking like rock. Right. Mm. And they're like, oh, you know, it has to we got to do it every week and they got to produce it and then we edit and then you you make it go live for, you know, the people. And I and I get it. It's a business for a lot of people. But like, I just love how our podcast doesn't really revolve other people's expectations. I think it really just kind of revolves around whatever mood we're in. I fuck with that, bro. I really fuck with that. And, and I'm not going to lie, bro. Obviously there was so many factors that's kind of held us back from making this podcast. Like there was a week you were sick. And then there were more weeks where I was like, not really fucking down. Cause just fuck. I don't know. You know what I mean? I was just mm -hmm. so defeated by like, so many things that were happening in my career and, and all these other things. And so I don't know, man, I just, I'm feeling in the mood today to kind of just get out there with you and just fucking start channeling shit. Do you feel the same? Yes. And you know, I guess there's one thing that I kind of want to revolve this episode around, which, you know, it just kind of came to me. It's not something that I sat here and I really fucking planned out per se, hmm. but there's something that I said on my live yesterday that kind of resonated with what I want the world to abide by. I want it to be like our new way forward. And I said something on live where I was like, you know, don't have the best day. What the yeah. fuck? does having a best day mean like people are always like, Oh yeah, have a good day. Have the best day ever. Like, no bitch. The fuck does that even mean? Right. Mm. We need to have a day where we are just one new layer of being us, of being the most authentic version of ourselves. And so I kind of said something where I was like, I forgot what I said, but I was like, oh, have the have the most um, real day or have the most you day. Right. Yeah. And it, it kind of piggybacked off this other thing that I said where I was like, I want you guys to wake up today and I want you to wake up tomorrow. And I want you to say something in the words of like, how do I piss someone off today? Like, how do I get comfortable pissing somebody off today? 
or triggering somebody or, or, or not being afraid to, to be in confrontation today. As long as the nucleus of this revolves around you being you, you being so authentically you and you fighting for, you know, your view or your belief or your whatever. I just like the, I like that concept where it's like, you wake up and you're like, how do I piss somebody off today? You know, Mm. or maybe not how, or just like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do one thing that pisses someone off today. And it's going to be, it's going to make me feel real fucking good because at least I stand up for something that I believe in, or at least I'm standing up and being one new version of myself. What do you think about that? Like, you know, I know it's like, like so casually said, but what do you, what do you think about that concept? Well, basically stop being a people pleaser, right? That's exactly it. Well, yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, you're going to definitely piss some people off if you're trying to be your real self. Cause come on, man, whoever's listening or whatever, it's like enough of living your life or somebody else. Right. Just to make somebody else happy. Cause there's always a sacrifice and that sacrifice is yourself. Right. You know? Yeah. And honestly, that is definitely not a way to live. It's not a way to live, right? Nope. It's not a way to live. And we've talked about living sub, you know, being the sub character or this and that. Like we talked about the people that don't really have a theme to their life, you know? But the thing is, you're right. Like it comes down to these people, right? That, Mm feels so obligated to, to live in the life of other people's comfort. And, and the thing is, you're not even getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. You're not even getting paid by currency. You're not getting paid by fucking energy. You're not getting paid by good karma either, bitch. Mm. You know? Yeah. It makes no sense for karma to work for you if it means that you have to decompress or deconstruct who you are authentically in order to make other people's lives better. That's not karma. It's not good karma. It's not bad karma. It's you're basically doing it for no good reason. There's literally nothing that comes out of it other than resentment. Mm -hmm. Other than at some point of your fucking life, you hit a climax where life just gets so bad. And you get to the top of the fucking tower, right? And it gets so bad. And and why? Why does the tower moments happen? Why does life have to get that bad? It's because you're not designed to please other people. You're not designed to like fucking live this life, right? Making other people feel convenient. So it's like, I kind of want to start this thing where I'm like, yo, I, and I don't mean just for the world. I mean, if other people want to go and do it, fuck yeah, go and do it. But like, I, I, it's a little bit more from me, right? Hmm. Cause you know, like my last account on TikTok, I had, you know, almost 2 million followers and there was a lot of little things. And then I had like my businesses and now I'm finally at this point where like I lost that account and then I gained another one. Right. Hmm. I started another one and it, it like we grew fucking 200,000 followers in like two weeks, three weeks. Right. So I told myself like, all right, losing almost 2 million followers kind of humbles you. Right. You're like, all right, let's it humbles you in a way where you're like, I have nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose at this point. You only have 
to gain. And, and that's been showing. So it's like, I kind of got into this mood where now my content and I guess my relationship with the public has so much to do with just pure savage energy, pure savage energy. And back in my old account, bro, I used to think, right. I used to go, Oh, all right. What can I like, what can I say? Or what can I like, how, how can I make this video? That's going to make other people laugh or Mm. make them feel good today. Right. Even if it's truth, even if it's truth, like, how do I make them feel good? Right. But like this new fucking version of me, this rebirth version of me, right. Mm -hmm. Gives no fuck about that. And now I wake up every morning going, what content can I put out there today to piss some fucking people off? Mm. I mean, as long as it circulates back to me being me, it doesn't matter whether people think it's wrong or right. It's just me. So I want to, I want to tell you something that I channeled actually, um, on Halloween day. So I went through this thing where I realized what was kind of holding me back from giving the world more of my like wisdom, more of my, the access to my intelligence, spiritual intelligence. Right. Mm. And by that, you know, it's, it's pretty clear for the world to see then and now. Right. So back then, especially with my last account, I portrayed a really like just simple, like comedy, really reactive side to me, you know, Mm -hmm. that attracted a lot of just normal people. Not all, a lot of them were, were highly intelligent. But what I mean is that back then with my old account, TikTok, I just, I reacted about stupid shit and I simped on guys and you know, I did like challenge, I don't know, things that were just not, I didn't, I didn't really put out my wisdom. I didn't put out my, my spiritual knowledge. Right. Mm. I, I realized why I, I realized what was holding me back. And in a way, I'm going to be very honest. I would kind of hide behind this podcast. I would just make it like, Oh, people would only really have access to all of this side of me in this podcast. Right. As opposed to, millions and millions and millions of people out there, you know what I mean? On, on, on other platforms, you know? Mm. And I hit a little bit behind this podcast. And, and by that, I only really deposited all of my channeling, all of my conversational self, all the fucking shit that you and I like so naturally just vibe with. I hit, I, I kept that in here. It's like a little treasure box that I didn't really want everyone to find. And I think I, I did that because, you know me, bro, I could get pretty reactive, right? Yeah. And I, I said this yesterday, but I, I'll say it again. Like, I get really scared of not how people will react to me. I get scared of the way that I'm going to react on people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you and I are very savage and we've found a way to balance out that savage energy with like polite energy with fantasy energy. But at the core, we get along so well because you say some savage shit to me. I say some savage shit back and then we just keep it real 100. Right. Uh And the thing is, I think that when at the time when I started thinking about, you know, the messages to people, I didn't want all these humans to have access to like, my spiritual intelligence, right? Uh Because I was afraid of the way that I was going to react on them 
once they try to challenge my view or my belief or what is for me. So again, in essence, it's more like I'm not afraid of haters or people out there with opinions. I'm more afraid of the way that I'm going to react on them. Mm. And that's just facts because what comes through me, right. Are, are, are things that will always lean on the side of just, but what comes through me a hundred and, and fucking 30% of the time are things that people are going to want to challenge with logic, or they're going to want to challenge with like a pragmatic mind or practicality. Right. Uh-huh. And of course you can, I can wear the hat of logic. Right. And I could break things down, but at the same time, like what we talk about or what I channel, it just is. It's, it's like, you could call it facts. You could call it truth. You could call it whatever the fuck you want. But at the end of the day, it just is. And so like, let's say I'm like, you know, breaking down, like, you know, the, the way in which like, you know, this passionate energy of mine is meant to motivate people. Right. Mm. Or, or whatnot. And someone tries to challenge that, you know, in a very human mind, I always have this like energy where I want to be like, you can't argue. This isn't an argument. It's not even a conversation. It just is. And I can see myself pissing a lot of people off with it because you can't argue with what is. And I pride myself in knowing what I know. And there's nothing that you can tell me that will allow me to unknow what I know. It's, it, this isn't a two-way relationship between me and the world. It's yeah. not like a plug and an outlet. It, it just is what I say are just going to be. There's no argument. There's, there's no challenge because when I speak or when I say something, you're the one that's going to fucking see things from not just one view, but multi-dimensional views. And what I won't do is settle for a human to try and consolidate the multi-dimensional perspectives that I have or that I offer, right? Mm. into just one way of thinking. For example, like if, if a human were to be like, oh, you know, Jenny Chang, but you know, that's, uh, it doesn't work that way. It's, it's supposed to be this way or the logic of, you know, the law would say X, right? Mm. I'd be like, no, first of all, this is not an argument. What I'm saying is just what is, it's just truth. And, and I don't care if you need to plug in two to fucking add up to another two to make it a four. When I speak, it's always going to be multiplied. It's always going to be two times two equals fucking infinity and beyond. It's not going to be like four. I guess where I'm going with this, bro, is that I cared about that. I cared about my reaction to people that would ever challenge what I'm saying. And because I was so scared of my reaction to things or the, the hypothetical of those reactions, right? Mm-hmm. I would hold myself back from saying anything at all. Instead of like making a post on TikTok and saying something that I know is just truth, right? Mm. I would just say something that's funny. I would almost just dumb myself down so that I didn't have to deal with confrontation or I didn't have to deal with having to explain myself, right? Mm. But what's been rebirthed is when you're speaking facts, especially like spiritual facts, right? Mm. 
there is no explanation other than what is. And the only way to access what is, is to know if it feels right or if it feels wrong. And when I say what I say, when you say what you say and it feels right, then it is. But for some people, if it feels wrong, you're just not there yet, baby. It's not that it's wrong. It's just you're not at that fucking level. You haven't completed all these fucking levels in order to get to the fucking end of the game series. And that's why I'm like, fuck it, man. Every day I'm building this new muscle within my like energy, right? Where mm. I'm like, what am I, what do I want to say today to piss some people off? You know, mm. what do I want to say today to piss off the ones that like still believe in all these religions? What do I want to say today to make fun of X? What do I want to say today to fucking, you know, debunk that fuck, right? Mm. I just, I, I just kind of wake up with this new sense of self. That's like, let's fucking rattle shit up. I, I, I access that point where I'm like, it doesn't matter what they ask or what they say to challenge my view. It's only an argument if I let you argue with me, but that's the thing is then like, of course, you know, then you take someone like that with that view. Right. And most people will say, oh, they're savage, right? Hmm. Or, oh, they're so, like, badass or unapologetic, right? Or maybe we're not that at all. Maybe people like you and I aren't, just, aren't savage or badass or fucking unapologetic. Maybe all we have is truth. All we have is to be ourselves. That's really all we have access to. And I think that the reason why you and I have that in such extreme is because we went in the extreme of trying to please so many people, even to each other. Like I went through phases in my life where all I wanted was your approval and all I wanted was your attention. All I wanted was your approval. And yeah, like I wanted to please you in some way so that I could have access to a friendship. Mm -hmm. or bond. And then you went through uh, phases in your life where you did the same to me, where you were like, dude, I'm going to, you know, I want to like work for, you know, and, and work up so that Jen, you know, knows that I'm like her, her right hand or I don't know, whatever. We went through phases of even doing that to one another and we're siblings. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's so interesting <laughs> for us to have done that. And, and also for us to even see that, like we've done that to so many people in business, in love in, with one another. And then with now like us versus the public. And it's like, at this point, all it comes down to is your convenience or anyone else's convenience is outside of my fucking pay grade to give a fuck about, you know? Mm. I can't sit here and act like I care when I just don't. The only thing I care about is making examples in my own life or of other people's lives that are going to impact the betterment of another community, a larger community or the world. Where do you lie with this shit? Just speaking from experience, when it comes to friends or family, there's always going to be a time when you're going to have to choose 
you know, yeah, either your own life or somebody else's life. For me, I mean, I've cut off so many people in my life that it's so easy. It's like easy to just cut people off if I don't like fuck with them. Like, Mm. I don't need to say shit anymore. I just ghost and I have fun in the beginning. And if I don't, I just leave. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I know it hurts a lot of people. Right. Because they're like, what the fuck happened? Is he dead or did I do something? You know, why is there no communication? But. To be honest, I mean, I don't know. I don't real feel like I owe anybody anything if, if I don't. Right, you know? right. Like, truth be told, there's only so many people I care about in my life. Mm. Like, and none of them are really from social media. Like, right, right. How can I care about some some person that I really don't even know? Right. And even if I were to be myself on social media, yeah, they still don't know me. You know, right. And I don't want to do this shit. And, and I remember like in the, in the, like before we had this conversation, you're like, what? I don't know why you have this like drive or this, this feeling of wanting to be like famous and shit. You oh, know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you know, I, you're, I, I don't know. I kept thinking about that shit too. And I think it just came down to attention, you know, mm. but to be honest, like, fuck it all. I don't really give a fuck anymore. It's like, this is the podcast just because it's like a conversation between you and I, but right. in terms of like, Oh, getting out there and shit, honestly, I'm cool with it now, you know? Yeah. And there's like two friends in my life that I really just like can be my fuck self with like right. my fuck shit. You know, I can be yeah. like dumb or cold or fucking like homo and shit, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever, you know, but then like there's, it's so fucking rare though. Like to find a friend or two or three that you can truly just be yourself and be fully accepted on, you know? Yeah. Um, it's fucking hard, man. Like it's fucking hard. It is. Especially now with social media and shit too. It's like, come on, you know, like it's even harder. <laughs> so, so like, can I ask you, bro? Like, okay. So I think what's interesting is like, if you cut someone off, right. Yeah. Cause you're no longer getting good ass energy from them. You know, they're not elevating you. They're just kind of there. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, how do you make it easy to like commit to that? Cause it's one thing to cut someone off. Right. Yeah. And I think the audience is going to get a fucking kick out of this shit. Cause it's, it's one thing to cut someone out and then it's a whole nother to keep them out. I, I like this because it all it all stems from the same fucking thing, right? Which is, it, it just comes down to authenticity, right? It comes down to surrounding yourself with people that keep you real. Mm. Not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, it's like, you're not designed to make other people convenient, like make them feel convenient, but other people are designed to keep you real. And if they don't keep you real in your life, then they're not it. Mm-hmm. So then like, you are really good at keeping people out. Goddamn right. You'll make a decision, right? And you'll be like, all right, fuck this guy, man. I'm fucking like, I'm fucking out, man. You know, mm. and you'll ghost these motherfuckers, right? Friends, mm. business people, whatever. What's your thought process in, in terms of like keeping them out of your life? What do you do to just like disconnect and stay disconnected? Honestly, just block them for sure. Like, oh, 
completely block them, right? Uh-huh. Like that, so that they can't get your way in or some shit. Right. Know? They don't got access to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. They should never have access to you if you really want them out of your life. Mm. Because you know how people can be. Like, mm. you give them an inch, they're going to try to take a mile out of Ooh, your life. Oh, shit. You know I mean? like, yeah. You know that shit. So right. it's like, look, especially for toxic relationships, right? Mm. If you want to cut them off, you better cut them off. And that's it. But then I think the mentality is it's not about the other person anymore. Why do you, why do I cut people off? It's because I just want to focus on myself more. Right. Mm. I want to give myself more, more time, more energy, more, more happiness or whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because there has to be a reason. Like, why am I with this person? Mm. Right. Why am I trying to please this person? Why am I trying to, change myself to fit into this person's universe right right Ooh, right, right 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 it's uh-huh. like everyone has their own universe but of course are, are you gonna be sucked into theirs or are you just gonna you know form and make yourself bigger right right and it's all about that it's like you gotta really think like shit like i don't want to drink alcohol all the time just so that i can be accepted into this group of friends like right. in college right for mm-hmm. me like this is real it's like and then I want to be with this person, like my new girlfriend, and I feel like I'm get, becoming better or I'm becoming who I am. Oh. And if other people don't agree, then honestly, it's like I just got to make that hard ass decision. Yeah. Like, it's crazy because in college, like, okay, so I was in Taiwan and I remember telling like my old college friends, like uh-huh. the, drink, the drinking parting ones. Uh huh you know, I don't want to do all this stuff anymore. And like, you know, but I felt like they still didn't really like accept that shit. Oh, so I, that's why it's like, if they don't accept that, you have every right to just be like, fuck it, ghost, you know? Right, like, right. Okay. There's no, there's no communication needed. It's just leave. And then I remember getting this face of message saying like, oh, like you fucking hurt me. It's fucked up that you didn't go to our wedding. You know, like it's not, wow. it's, it's not like a drinking thing. It's just, it's a fucking wedding. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't respond. I yeah. just fucking like, you know, I accept that this is this person getting hurt because I'm finally detaching myself and that's just the price you pay. But hey, I love my life a lot more because I right. get to do what I really want to do. Right. And I have friends like those two, two, three friends that I don't need to drink. I don't. Yeah, your core people. I go do whatever the fuck I want. They right. still fucking accept me. You right. I mean? Right. Like, it's all good. So I realized with this whole pandemic shit, too, it's like because I don't like see them so often or talk to them so often. It's like, I guess I try to find that in Mm. social media, you know, Mm, trying mm, to mm. be accepted again, but it's like, fuck, you know, like, no, I don't need to be accepted by everybody, Fuck, I need to just accept myself and shit. Right. I love that. It's kind of cool. Cause for you, you will literally not only cut them off, but you'll, you'll let go of a version of you. Like you'll, you'll, kill off a version of you mm. that dies with them you know yeah you yeah. literally do like you'll be like dude i don't give a fuck about responding to your text because that old tony isn't here anymore mm. that old tony chang is gone he's the, the new one doesn't even know who the fuck you are so why the fuck are you knocking on my door bitch mm. and i like that so much because you're so comfortable killing off an old version of you with those fucks to the point where all you have is the layer of who you are. 
And of course, like we're always evolving. So it's not like you're, you're at a, at a stop, you know, Mm. you're always going to transform. Then there's going to be another version of you that, you you know, that, that you got to get to meet. And then all of a sudden you're going to let go of this version of you. Right. Mm. But it's just so cool because you cut ties by literally cutting off the old version of you so that the new one doesn't even recognize that old life or those old patterns. And I think that's what, going back to what I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, all we have is truth. All we could do is live amongst what is. How do you get to the point of what is? You're not attached to judgment. You're not attached to other people's opinions or views or arguments or approvals, right? Yeah. How do you get to that point in your life where you are so unattached to other people's expectations and approvals and thoughts? Yeah. (laughs) To, To the point you get, you get there, you get to that version of you by being comfortable enough to let go of more versions of you that were always just trying to be accepted. Once you let go of all the layers of you that were always, was always just trying to get accepted. You're introduced to a version of you that just is. Mm -hmm. And when you just are, it's the most powerful thing in the world, right? You Mm. become the most powerful element in the world, right? Yeah. When you just are you and you're so authentically true to who you are, that's when fame follows. That's when popularity follows. That's when people start to respect your name. Mm -hmm. Because you have no attachment to anyone else's fucking like confirmation. And that's what I'm learning about your whole timeline is like the reason why you're so like content with you know, this reestablishment of your like best friends. Right. Mm. And your successful marriage. And yeah, of course, being a dad and a husband is fucking hard, but what isn't, what isn't, what relationship isn't, but at least you surround yourself with relationships that are worth fighting for you. You fight for me. You fight for Cindy. You fight for your daughter. You fight for your friends. You fight for your family, like your parents. And you at least surround yourself with relationships that are worth fighting for. But not a lot of people can say that. In fact, I guarantee you, 98% of the people listening right now can't say the same. Maybe if I'm lucky, there's 2%. Because like the thing is, most people are willing to just show up at the party with the room full of nobodies mm. and, and absorb the poison of all these dumb fucks. Mm. Right. <laughs> Whereas for you and I, we are like, no, we don't need to be in a room full of nobodies. We're the somebodies. Meaning when we walk in a room, we're the ones fucking giving everybody medicine and it's not going to come for free, bitch. And that's the thing is like, I love that because you just kill off a whole version of you so that the new one doesn't even recognize that text. When, when people text you trying to make you feel guilty, the, the new version of you is like, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> who the fuck you are? Trying to yeah. knock in my door, bitch. That resident doesn't live in this home no more, bitch. Don't be mm. mailing me shit. That's fucking fire, bro. But look at your life, though. That's beautiful because, like I said, you surround yourself now with people that are. And people that are, that are so real with who you are, make all of you coexist with no attachment other than pure choice. Do you understand what I mean? Totally. 
There's it nothing, is choice. There's nothing bonding you to anybody else in your life other than your choice to be in their life. You don't owe them anything. You don't. There's nothing. <laughs> That's so fucking real. Mm. You know? Yeah. And if if we're ever going to be counting what we've got, because we don't start our day counting what we don't got, right? We're not mm. we're not designed that way. Mm. But you're so like if you if we're counting all the abundance that you've got, bro, you really got it all, man. I know, huh? You do, bro. I, I do. You got a business, mm. multiple businesses, by the way, mm. multiple streams of income. You got your fucking like partner in crime. And that's the thing is like, I admire your marriage so much, no matter the challenges. Right. Hmm. Because Cindy always, she has a sparkle in her eye with you just being exactly who you are. Not all the time, but she definitely does. Not all the time, but trust me, bro, you get away with a lot more shit than the the normal Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like just yesterday I was smoking weed. <laughs> Hate me or judge me. I don't give a fuck. And you Said gotta smoke a doobie. And she was good with it. Of course she wasn't good with it. But I mean, she just said, Hey, you know, we're starting to try again. So you better cut that shit. You know, until we're like, we have our deal. And I'm like, fuck. All right. It's hilarious. But it's like, you know, I still want to be like my dark side. You no, know what yeah, I mean? Of course. Like, of course, like if she finds out, she finds out. But it's like sometimes like, fuck, you know, like, hey, man, uh, I just ordered that shit and I smoked <sighs> it. But I mean, you know, it's you like, okay, bro. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, I mean, that's what I mean, though. Right. Yeah. Like, I know I knew there was some like Christian relationships where, damn, like this guy was like about to get crucified on the cross just for like watching porn and jerking off. Yeah. And his wife was gone. And I'm like, <laughs> God damn, bro. Like chill a bit you know just a little bit <laughs> like you don't need to fucking crucify the motherfucker you know what i mean like no. i'm just saying it's like it's so important to be accepted right yeah to be cared for to yeah. be your goddamn self yeah especially in relationships oh and god like, absolutely right? dude are you kidding me yeah like Toby, like, you really? get to wake up every day and be you next to yeah. the person that you fucking like get to wake up to every day, you know? Yeah. And and you're so you with your daughter, right? Mm. You fucking fuck with her. You like have fun, but then you're serious. Like you're just you all around. Mm-hmm. You're so you with mom and dad. Mm. And no one's going to stop you, right? Nope. And now you're, you've, you've reconciled with these friendships with the only friendships that have always allowed you to be your best self mm. or your only self. Yeah. Then of course we got each other and that's always, you know, that's without even needing to need it to be said. Right. You really got it all, bro. Mm. And, and, and you have this because of your ability to unattach yourself from people that make you feel anything less. And that's so powerful. And that inspires me, right? Because I'm like that very much with the public, right? Mm. I'm myself with my team, like my company, I'm myself with the public, you know? Mm. In, in entrepreneurship, influencership, you, you, you got me, right? Mm, mm. Family, I'm me, right? Friendships, I'm me, right? Mm. But 
with love, that's mm. the one, that's the one area where I'm like, all right, I'll only put myself out there for how I am, who I am, what I believe in, how I speak, how I think, how I react so that I vet out the ones that just like, can't see anything less. You know what mm. I mean? Mm. Like I, uh, that's my only form of quality that I look for a partner in now. I'm always going to attract good looking men, dude. It's always been in like, just look at my history. There's so, I got good looking guys. None of that fucking lasts. None of that mm. matters. You know, mm. I got guys that come from good families where their parents are still together and they're not all druggy doubt or anything. I don't really go for those fucks. You know, mm, I don't mm. go for like fucking, you know, guys with like mad goddamn problems. They're all very, very, very good, like candidates. Right. Mm. But I think the missing link was just me being able to be like all of me, mm. you know, yeah, like comfortable, comfortable me. And, and, you know, it's just one of the, not to say that I'm not, I haven't been authentic in my relationships. It's just that I think the fantasy self of my energy, the one that wants to balance the room will just tap in and be like, Oh, you know, let's just make everyone else feel comfortable too. Right. Hmm. Like with my ex, I couldn't be like, sit the fuck down, boy. Like I couldn't, I could not like, I would not be that way with him. If I did, I remember there was a couple of times where I would like unleash like a very like funny side to me that that now I'm like always possessing out there. Right. Yeah. And he would just be like, Jen, stop. (laughs) Or kind of like raise an eyebrow or like make me feel a little bit conditioned. And to the point where I became conditioned and I was like, oh, I'd rather not be on social media and be all loud and crazy for his like comfort. And that's why when I was with my ex for that whole year, I wasn't on social media. You can look on my Instagram. Mm. I never made stories. Like I never made any, like I barely made any stories. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, we live our lives growing up. Half of our lives is essentially like the most adolescent, the most vulnerable ages of our lives. We are essentially grown up to be conditioned and domesticated, right? It's always a trade-off, right? It's like, hey, if you finish your food, you get X. If you treat your sister well, you'll get X. That's conditioning, right, bro? Mm. That's conditioning. It's, it's, it's a trade-off. It's, hey, like, if you do this for mom and dad, you will make them happy. X, right? Mm. When you make them happy, you go to Disneyland. X, right? Mm, mm. It's it's always like we're always doing something to buy something else, right? We it's mm. like it's like the only way for business to work when we're children is if you clean the house, you're going to make mommy happy. If mommy is happy, then you get to go to Redondo Beach Pier. Like it's like mm. always a thing. Like if we do this, then we're going to be rewarded with that. It's like we were like puppies. So then you become conditioned so much so where you live, you know, the middle point of your life with the same condition, your program with that same thing. If I show up to this man's house when he asks me to, then I'm going to get his attention and his love X, right? Mm. If I suck his dick, 
you know, for Mm. 30 minutes without stopping, then I get rewarded with dinner. You know, it's like, you know what I'm saying? God damn. 30 minutes. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. Maybe I was exaggerating there, but you know what I mean? That dick got problems. (laughs) All right. Continue. It's that. It's that. Then we start to continue this conditioning as adults, right? Hmm. To the point where no one really pauses us in life to tell us that we don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. No one is willing to look at the person and say, hey, you don't need to do this anymore. You don't need to be this way. Hmm. You don't need, you're not conditioned anymore. You have free will now. You have free choice to be able to decide what you want to do what's on your terms. No one else is coaching these people to break out of their conditioning. Cause why? Well, the world operates well with conditioned people. Long story short, right? We live our whole fucking lives being conditioned. And then as we get to adulthood, we forget to stop being conditioned. We stop allowing ourselves the permission, right? That we can give ourselves to just no longer give. Mm. And only give when rewarded or when, when, when deserved. Right. Mm. And so that's the thing is like, the only reason why you and I are the way that we are is because we were conditioned to such an extreme that we revolted. We rebelled against it. Our own selves were not comfortable doing that to such an extreme to where we were willing to carry the rest of our lives with it. So what does that do now, right? Hmm. What does this mean for everyone listening, right? It means that you guys and everybody listening, no matter what time it is, everyone in this room has the fucking choice to stop being conditioned, to stop, to stop making people happy. Everyone has the same amount of energy to stop being conditioned because that's how you and I have gotten out of it. Yeah, you have to make that choice to put yourself above, right? Yeah. You got to start to accept yourself. You got to stop. You got to start to accept it. And you have to also remember, right? Even between mm. you and I, we got to remember that, like, it doesn't have to get that bad in mm-hmm. order for you to realize it. Life doesn't need to fuck your mouth, fuck your ass and your little fucking hole in order for you to fucking realize that you got free will, bitch. Mm. It just you just need to want it. Mm. You just want you just have to want to be a lot more in control over your life. Kind of looping it back to the beginning of all of this. I think that all I really want to say is it comes with practice and it comes with commitment. Right. Hmm. And like your story, it's like how it's not about just getting rid of people. It's about keeping them out. Right. Hmm. That's Hmm. commitment. And so it's like it comes with practice and it comes with commitment. And the practice starts with little action every day. That's going to shift the comfort of your fantasy self. Right. Knowing I am who I am, knowing what I know, how do I piss some people off with it? That's the shift. That's a shift in my comfort in the way that I was conditioned prior. That's a practice. Now my commitment is going to be doing that every fucking day until it becomes so fucking natural for me to just 
again, unattach myself from other people's like little hearts, you know, mm-hmm. and, and attach myself more to what's true and what's real for me. And, and I'm only going to magnet the, the people that, that fuck with that vibe, that fuck with that, like logic, that fuck with my philosophy. You're not being the social media person to fill other people's void and shit. Right. You know, you're not trying to be somebody else so that you can be liked and followed and become a million followers and shit. Right. You know? You're but just to, being yourself. But to be frank, I, I would be lying to you if I said that there wasn't a point in my life last year when I started all this where I didn't or where, yeah, I, yeah. where I wasn't that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like there was a, there was that phase and you knew like you knew that phase where I wanted to make people so like so much better of themselves. Right. Mm. To the point where I burned myself out and I fucking, what did I do? I drew the sword. I was like, cut out everything. I just Mm. cut it all out all at once, you know? Mm. So now I'm like, listen, I could either choose, right. We can choose to be the, guru of positivity, which all of them have a life. Like everyone has a timeline when you're trying to be some positive guru, there's a, there's a clock that's going to stop at some point with that Mm. shit. But I, I wake up every day and I remind myself, like, I'm not out here trying to be no fucking like shaman of like positivity. I'm waking up every fucking day to remind myself that I'm just a passion. I'm just the God of passion. And like, Fire hits, man. And as good and warm and as romantic as fire is when it flickers is as fucking destructive as it is. And let that not be forgotten that like it just is. Mm. There's no there's no like, oh, what is God of passion? Like that doesn't make any logical sense. It doesn't make any logical sense because it is. Mm. It just is. And I think we need to all get really fucking comfortable with just putting a fucking, like, it's like a cul-de-sac, you know what I mean? Mm. Like it just is like, you can't go further than this because it is. So then turn around, do a U-turn get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. You know what I mean? Mm. So anyway, I fuck with this, bro. I fuck with this so hard. And I well, like, what, what would you say is like a, a, a last little advice that you have, bro, to conclude on this episode? Yeah. Be patient. It's not going to happen overnight. Like it takes practice. It takes commitment to yourself to constantly be yourself, be comfortable with yourself. I know it's uncomfortable being yourself. It's, it's not easy accepting yourself, especially when you haven't for so long. Right. 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 But it can be done, but it can be done. You just got to believe that you can, you know, accept yourself. And although the quantity will not be so high the quality will be there those who will be around you in your life are gonna feel it's gonna make you feel like you have more than enough right because you're accepted for yourself yes every fucking part of yourself you know literally every fucking bit yeah like every fucking bit so it's like yeah i guess to me it for you is just hey just be patient with yourself be kind to yourself but just be yourself whatever it takes you know and that's on what is what is
What's up, JC gang? Thank you for listening to another episode of the Jenny Ching Experience. If you're enjoying our channel, this is your sign to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our newsletter by visiting JennyChang.com. And so it is. 